Welcome to the Cricket's Sidecar, where we go a little further into a story of note with the person who wrote it. Today we're talking Great Marsh Brewing Company in Essex, and more specifically, the Great Marsh Brewer, which is yes. a great piece written by Chris McGinn. Oh, thank you. Well, it's easy <laughs> when you have these amazing people like John Collins, the Great Marsh Brewer. Well, I'll give you that, but I will also say it was incredibly well written. Oh, I love my you. favorite part was about how his his goal. Here's a guy who is an ex tech guy. Yeah. No experience in brewing, and he literally is making brews that are like beers that are amazing and true you know, vigilant profiles of actual beers that he loves in the tradition of, you know, the great tradition of German beers. Um, and you were like saying he wants to really create the best beer ever. And yeah. I think it looks like he's on his way. Yeah, this is, yeah, John will succeed as far as I can tell pretty any, pretty much anything he sets his mind to. But yeah, he said, um, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And he has, he's taken it incredibly seriously. The from the the way that the brewery is designed and the equipment, all of which is from Germany, and mm. the way that they're doing things too, I was explaining to you one of the details I just can't shake is that he he has the exact water profiles for, from where the beer comes from. So if the beer comes from this little town in you know Austria, he has the exact water profile for the water there, makes that water in house, and then uses it to make the beer. So it's precise and exact and the best beer ever. So yeah, he's well, crushing it. I mean, the Mad Hatter of beer and thank God for it. I mean, amazing. So just so everyone knows, you can't miss it, but the Great Marsh Room is right on the causeway. It's right on Main Street. Yeah. And it's that big, massive building yeah. that went up three years ago or two and a half years ago. Opened just before, a little bit before COVID. Maybe yeah, they seven months before they had COVID. their feet under them, but then COVID hit. But yeah. they, yeah, I mean, what you're talking about also was a bit of an issue. I mean, it was quite a hullabaloo in Essex. And I, we talked, I sort of considered avoiding it entirely because everybody had a very strong opinion about whether they, they liked sure it or did. not. And so I just decided to put my toe in the water and meet with this, you know, this tech guy that was coming in to build this building. And it turns out he's the nicest person you ever met. His intentions were great. He also, I think it's noteworthy that he has, since it's been open and probably a little more difficult in COVID, he said yes to every charity, everything he's been asked to do. He's been incredibly supportive of the community. He has worked with sort of the aesthetic of the street. I mean, he's he's doing everything right. He's a great addition to Essex, and he's a really nice person. Yeah, he is. I know that he was really helpful with the two, the Bicentennial, when they celebrated right? the Bicentennial. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. He was the yes guy, which was he really is. incredible. Yeah. But really, this idea of his energy is amazing he almost kind of buzzes with energy yeah. like he's just a ping pong ball like just going from one thing non-stop oh, you yeah. know he's intense all over his facility yeah. and if you go inside the building um first of all the views from oh, oh my god it's like yeah. 280 degree views of of the marsh and the essex river exactly it's, it's and he put all those windows in and, it, and then he has the deck and then he has the beer garden so it's it's i think a hundred percent of the tables have a view do you know that Oh, that would make, and even in the tap room, you're exactly right. Oh, yeah. I didn't and think about that. And I think it was that. designed that way. And it's sort Probably. of cantilevered on above. So you, on one side, you look at the at the marshes. Right. But of course, he thinks that just as nice is the views of all the big, beautiful tanks on the inside. So <laughs> right. the restaurant kind of is cantilevered around sort of this dual views. 
Right. outside and in and the truth is it is kind of really cool it's actually really beautiful no you can see the, i mean the beer is all the whole operation you're exactly right it's right there it's exposed and it's he even has events in the space where the beer is made um which i haven't been to but i've heard they're good it's it's wonderful you get to see the and i think that those huge vats and all the machinery and then there's the um on one visit he had, they had just installed the canning the sort of and it's this amazing conveyor belt where the cans sort of twirl and twist and then the label mm. goes on. It's beautiful. It's a different kind of beautiful, but this sort of industrial it's beauty. Ribbon, ribbon of beer. It, ribbon. <laughs> yes. yes. No, but it's <laughs> it's it's very cool, and you learn a lot. And that's one of his big things is he he really wants to share the process. He does. He loves talking beer. He yeah. loves talking beer. He loves talking making beer. And the only thing he kind of likes just as much <laughs> as that is talking music and bands that's and right. you know sort of he is a child of like the 70s and you can see it everywhere in the restaurant it's got like uh, concert shirts from t-shirts from every band that played from that was cool from 1978 to 84 like right. rush pink floyd like you totally. can sort of see it's the whole thing there. it's incredible yeah no it definitely is and he's a drummer he's still actively you know he participates in music huge as you know huge rush fan um, but yeah, music's a big part of his life. Those Rush fans. Yeah. <laughs> Those beer-making Rush fans. It's true. Go check They're it out. They're their own animals, actually. I love it. <laughs> What's going on this summer? There's a lot of stuff with the beer garden, right? Yeah. So yeah, you know, definitely go to the website. Things are always changing with sort of COVID protocol. But the beer garden is open. The tap room is open. And the food is just so good. They also do something that's near and dear to my heart is they do truly awesome German pretzels and there, to me there's nothing better mm. than a beer and like a good German pretzel and they do so these artisanal pretzels and the food is great so yeah, yeah I know that those great. two things it's are overlooked open. because everyone thinks of the beer all the time but right but no it's it's quite excellent I mean you and I have had some excellent meals oh. there John's I heard beer. an editor from the Atlantic Monthly uh, say recently that a sign of a great community is definitely an unscientific but but for sure, relationship between great communities, the like, number of breweries <laughs> per square mile. So we have John to thank for like upping our game as a community. By Amen, sister. That's right. We're all a lot happier. <laughs> so yeah. Thank you, John Collins. Exactly. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sidecar. To hear more Cape Ann stories like these, subscribe to the Sidecar podcast from thecricket.com on your favorite podcasting platform.